You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Goodfellas. Never ran on your friends, and always keep your mouth shut. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Hey, Mom, what do you think? You look like a gangster. I know I'd By the time I grew up, there was $30 billion a year in cargo moving through Idlewild Airport. And believe me, we tried to steal every bit of it. What do you do? I'm in construction. He's not Jewish. Mazel tov. For most of the guys, killings got to be accepted. Hey, Henry. Here's an arm. Very funny, guys. Here's a leg. Here's a wing. <laughs> what do you like, the leg or the wing? to live any other way was nuts. <laughs> and we were treated like movie stars with muscle. We had it all just for the asking. It's gonna be a good summer. <laughs> it was a glorious time. In a world that's powered by violence, on the streets where the violent have power, a new generation carries on an old tradition. Alright everyone, you were just listening to the trailer for Goodfellas and the story is as follows. A young man grows up in the mob and works very hard to advance himself through the ranks. He enjoys his life of money and luxury but is oblivious to the horror that he causes. A drug addiction and a few mistakes ultimately unravel his climb to the top. The film is starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Brasco, and Paul Servino. It is written and directed by Martin Scorsese, co-written by Nicholas Pilecki. Joining me for this podcast review, I have Josh Parham. Hello, hello. Dan Baer. Funny how? Funny I amuse you? I'm here to fucking amuse you? Tell me, what is so funny about me? Tell me. I almost had him. I almost had him. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Dan Bear. <laughs> and we also have a guest joining us too. We also have uh, joining us from Review STL, Brad Hayen. Brad, how's it going today? Good. How are you? Uh, we're good. We're doing really well. Um, we're funny right now. You know, <laughs> funny how? Well, I'll tell you how. Uh, funny because ultimately. This is one of those podcast reviews that you dream about. This is one of those podcast reviews that you say to yourself, man, I hope one day the next best picture can get a chance to review Goodfellas on the next best picture podcast. Wouldn't that be grand? And here we are. Uh, The Irishman is currently playing in limited release right now in theaters. It will be on Netflix in a few days time, expanding to more theaters. And this is literally the perfect time to revisit the film that stars Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci, directed by Martin Scorsese, that defines the gangster genre, maybe other than The Godfather. This is good, fellas, ladies and gentlemen. This is a big one. And as an Italian American... <laughs> this is the Bible, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not in the mafia or nothing like that. But I'm just saying, like, I grew up on this. This is, like, my, like, rite of passage as a cinephile, okay? Like, this is a big, big deal. All right, enough about me. Brad, you're the guest here. Oh, boy. Tell us ultimately what you think about Goodfellas. 
Um, I, I've always enjoyed it. I was happy that, uh, I saw this opportunity come up to get on this podcast with you guys. Cause I hadn't seen it in maybe 15, maybe 20 years. Wow. Yeah. It's been a long time. I don't really rewatch a whole lot of stuff as much as I want to. I always dedicate it to something new, but I was so happy to put it back on last night and, and get back into it. It's fast paced. And the, you know, there's so many moments where you just get glimpses at the beginning of who these people are. And then that, and I know you're probably going to cover it heavily, but that that one take scene through through the club, you know, when you're really getting introduced to the lifestyle, it's it's something that I just absolutely love. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's one of those movies that's been praised throughout the years. Um, it's one of those movies that it felt like it had never really been done before. Um, there have been a lot of movies that have imitated it since then, but in its time uh, was something that was fresh it was new it was exciting it had this jolt of energy to it and we'll definitely get into why it certainly has that for sure but i'm i'm definitely in alignment with you on that and man oh man i i've i've rewatched this film uh so many times over the years i can't imagine having a 15 or 20 year gap uh with <laughs> revisiting this movie oh my lord yeah, I, can't, I, I cannot imagine what that must feel like <laughs> very shameful probably <laughs> when i turned it back on i was like man it's been way too long absolutely absolutely uh dan bear what about you i you know it's this is one of those like cinephile rite of passage movies it really is as far as i'm concerned i mean like you hear so much about this movie when you start getting into movies and then you watch it and you go oh i get it i get it now i mean it's it's one of those perfect movies where I don't think you could change anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I know I, I'm like, I'm in agreement with you on this because I actually only have one criticism about the movie. Literally one. <laughs> I don't want to get into it just yet what it is. I'll let, I'll let the audience stew on this for a little, like what, what could be Neglia's one criticism about Goodfellas? I do, I, I do have <laughs> two points of contention with the movie but like even those things like they like when i'm watching it it bothers me a little and then i just go back to the pure fucking cinema of this movie i mean like i bow at the altar of of goodfellas and like mob movies are not my thing but this movie is everything Oh my God, Dan Bear, you look like a gangster. (laughs) (laughs) Josh Parham, what about you? Well, I pretty much have to echo so many of the sentiments that have already been said about this film. I I do think that this is pretty nearly a perfect movie. And I think the thing about this film is it really has everything that you would kind of expect from a Martin Scorsese film. All of that is in this film, but it is used in such the greatest example that you could possibly think of. And I think from the moment it starts, it just immediately hooks you. And there's not a moment of this movie that feels wasted to me. Every element is firing on all cylinders. I think it is a nearly flawless masterpiece. And definitely one of the greatest movies ever made and it's a movie that i don't return to as often as i should but every time i do i'm just reminded why this affected me so much when i first saw it so many years ago and why it continues to affect me today i think it is truly one of the greatest films ever made 
As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to review Goodfellas. <laughs> and that's where I stand right now. I've always wanted to talk about this movie. I've always wanted to go into depth about why I love this movie so much. And I think what it comes down to at the end of the day is the romanticism of this movie. The fact that so much of this movie is about the good times, and even though uh, Henry Hill is doing bad things continuously throughout, it is about being a part of a family, about being a part of a tight-knit community, doing these activities. Um, even like in the early days when he's a kid and he's patching somebody up with the aprons and, you know, he's like, you wasted six fucking towels on this guy. Unbelievable, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't like matter. It's like he just feels like he's a part of something. Um, we, the audience, feel that along with him from the very, very beginning. And yeah, as the movie goes on, we do start to realize that this guy, uh, this idealistic kid who, you know, didn't really have many paths to turn to in life that turned to this path of uh, organized crime. We do start to realize that, you know, he is he is a scumbag or, you know a schnook or whatever, <laughs> you know, he calls himself at the end. Uh, but at the end of the day, it, I think it's a really, really good rise and fall of this character, Henry Hill. And I, I think another thing that this film does that's really, really fantastic is Henry Hill might be the lead character in this movie, but what's more exciting, I think, to me are the colorful characters that surround him throughout the movie, down to even the smaller roles. Um, you, you don't get much better of a supporting cast than you get here with De Niro, Pesci, Lorraine Bracco, Paul Servino, and then the multitude of people in supporting roles, including Samuel L. Jackson shows up in this movie for one brief moment, you know? <laughs> Frank Vincent is here. I, you know, it's like you know, can't forget Scorsese's mom. Oh my god! Oh, guys, <laughs> are you kidding me? That scene—that's the other thing too—is the naturalism of the dialogue in this movie, because so much of it is improv. Like that is such a phenomenal scene with them at the dinner table with his mom. Um, Henry, you don't talk much. You don't eat much. <laughs> It's <laughs> such like typical Italian mom shit. Like it's oh, ridiculous. It's, it's so great. And it's so interesting that Scorsese was able to get those kinds of performances out of his parents because his dad is in the movie too. But that scene with his mom, it does feel so natural. And you watch it and you do kind of feel like, man, it's it's almost hard to believe that she wasn't just like a regular character actress that was working for decades. So and true. No, she just only yeah. ever showed up in his movies and Every time she was so good. But do you guys understand what I'm getting at here in terms of like the winking devil aspect of everything where the charm of the life when it's at its highs, the film so perfectly establishes the good times of when life is going well for these guys. And then when things are going truly, truly awful, I, I think that that's so well defined here in every single character, maybe none more so than uh, Joe Pesci's character, Tommy DeVito, where there are scenes where Pesci is genuinely hilarious and so, so funny in the way that he plays certain scenes that early on when you do have that scene, the audience has caught on to the fact that he is funny and he gets called out for it. You know, uh, yeah, that's a funny story. And he, he suddenly cuts the tension in the room with, mm -hmm. well, like funny, funny how? 
<laughs> you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, 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 you tell the story. No, no, yeah, fun, funny, like, I, I, I'm a clown, I amuse you. <laughs> I'm here to fucking amuse you. And suddenly things get, like, really tense because you know that at the drop of a dime, these guys are hardened killers. And I think Scorsese captures that so beautifully here. Absolutely. I mean, he gets every little nuance of these characters. And I think it's because, you know, like, it's the environment he knows, you know, like, there is an authenticity to this movie that I don't think is, it's rare. Dan. Yeah. They cut the garlic with a razor, so it's so thin that it evaporates in the sauce. It's a really good system. It liquefies in the pan with a little oil. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean come on who hasn't hasn't done the same thing when they were in jail <laughs> and then like you know the, the, then the scene at the end where you know his um what was it his cousin the, the guy in the wheelchair and he's like you know you got to keep stirring the sauce you know it's like i'm stirring it <laughs> there are so many small details in this movie that you're right, Dan, that captured a nuance and the tiny little things that just make this world um, so lived in, so believable. And I think that's a quality that is missing so much in so many films nowadays are these tiny little details, whether they are aspects of the person's life or if they are small character moments with people, you know, I think, and I'm sorry I'm being so sporadic here, but I just keep thinking of things off the top of my head. You know, there's this great scene where Paulie is talking to, um, oh, God, I can't remember his name, but he's asking him for basically a loan to, like, help out him with his business. And he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, Paulie, you know, I don't know what to fucking do and everything and stuff. And then Paulie's like, Paulie's like, you know, what am I going to do? You know, I'm going to leave you hanging? You know, and, and like... These little, little, tiny little scenes like this where it's like with no nothing characters who only have like one scene or whatever it is um, just goes to highlight who these characters are. So by the time we get to the end, um, like I said, even though they're bad people, we still kind of feel something for them. Like we're along for the journey. And I think just that complexity, uh, if you want to make a movie about following people that we should not follow they're not the typical heroes uh goodfellas is a movie i think that just does that so extraordinarily well i mean part of it is like those little scenes where you just you see them interact and it doesn't feel like these people are acting at all oh god no you Absolutely know not. and and i think part of it is the naturalism of these actors and how they're basically playing you know just slightly exaggerated versions of themselves most of them and then the script that voiceover is does such a great job of explaining who everybody is and what what they all want and what life was like it explains it so well and with a minimum of dialogue that like you you got it and that's always in the background of your mind throughout the whole movie. You know, there was Jimmy two times, you know, because he said <laughs> things like, I'm going to get the papers, get the papers. <laughs> I think what contributes, if you don't mind me jumping in real quick, uh, what contributes as well to being immersed into it is is the pacing of it. It's a two and a half hour movie and it doesn't feel like it at all. And then eventually you get to a point. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to correct you. It's two hours and 20 Five minutes. Oh, <laughs> no! I, I say this because um, I too 
every single time I watch Goodfellas, it is so packed with content. It feels like a three hour film and it's miraculous that it's below two and a half. I thought it was three hours before I sit down and watch it. But uh, yeah. And um, I forget where I was going with that, but uh, it, like just getting immersed into it and, and the seeing how deeper and deeper they actually like, you don't realize how deep Henry is, you know, until, until he's finally at that moment where you know, he thinks he's parent or he thinks that he's being followed because he's in the drug. I'm not sure if we're supposed to be spoiling anything at this point yet, but nah, listen, <laughs> at this point, the film is, you know, 30 years yeah, old, almost yeah. let it fly, it man. Fellas, let it go. Like, right, yeah. First time on here. So I'm a little, <laughs> I promise you, I promise you, no one's whacking you for spoiling Goodfellas, okay? <laughs> but yeah, you know, I was I was just sitting there and I realized that like two hours had passed and I because I remembered from seeing it before that I was like, this is close to the end of the movie. And but I was just so engrossed in, into the world that that he presents to us and, and, and takes us through on, on this journey. And I'm I'm not going to go on another hiatus of watching it or of missing it for another 15 years or whatever. But uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it yeah it's so richly textured everything that goes on in this film and what is also really great about it is that none of it ever feels like over the top or garish which a lot of gangster movies can do especially when you get into the era when your main characters are enjoying a lot of success this one always feels very grounded in what these characters would actually desire and also noticing that even though they are riding on highs, that there's still conflict going on. And I think all of that is so interesting and fascinating in the world that they're creating for this film. And that's the element that I really appreciate the most about it. It just feels so authentic in every single aspect of the story that it's telling. And, you know, one thing, too, I know a lot of people always talk about all the time how this and The Godfather kind of go like hand in hand with each other. Um, it's because The Godfather was definitely more of the uh, romantic uh, kind of like display of the mafia like lifestyle, if you will, where Goodfellas has a bit of that. But Goodfellas also was ruthless at times and extremely violent more so than the godfather was godfather's got got its share of violence don't get me wrong but when goodfellas opens up with uh billy bats getting stabbed <laughs> multiple oh. times in the trunk of the car already bloody yeah. as is and then shot multiple times that is one hell of a way to start your movie and just get your audience going whoa Oh, yeah. But but the other thing that I love about that, too, is immediately afterwards, you hear Henry Hill saying, as far yeah. back as I can remember, <laughs> I wanted to be a gangster. And then perfect. And then smash cut to this wonderfully nostalgic song that's playing. Mm -hmm. And it's brilliant because it shows yeah. you this horrific moment of violence. And then the character introducing himself by saying, this is what I always wanted, and I remember it so nostalgically. It's perfect. Hey, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of Goodfellas here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to our Patreon page, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get this review along with other exclusive podcast content as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review also on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. 
Thank you so much for listening, as always. And we shall see you all next time.